Right on, right on, right on. And welcome to Right On Radio. This is episode 40, Day of Debate. What a show we have for you. Jesse and I tackle some news items of the day. Yes, it's a lot of news, a lot of variety. We're breaking up the monotony because we covered the laptop quite a bit yesterday. show. However, today we've got a bunch of stuff that you're going to have a couple laughs with for sure. But even more important, towards the end of this broadcast, I'm going to reveal a news clip by Brad Parscale, who was on an interview with Rudy Giuliani back in June of 2020, where he revealed Trump's secret weapon that he's going to employ as his October surprise. Now, think about the censorship that's going on today. Think of the news dump that's coming out against the presidential uh, combatant Joe Biden. And think of how or what a secret weapon that Trump could be. It's all going to be revealed towards the end of this episode. So buckle up, hold on, but please remember to like, share, and subscribe to this podcast. It doesn't take much to give it a like. You can certainly make a comment and to subscribe uh, on, depending on the app you're listening to, just go to the podcast homepage and hit subscribe. It's really simple. Hey, I'll see you on the other side of this really brief break. Who's right? Who's right? He's right. Right on radio. Right on radio. News, views, opinions, and attitude. We are your news now. My name is Jeff and I'm with... Jesse and boy... And yes, you're listening to Right On Radio. Oh, I cut off Jesse. Go ahead, Jesse. Yeah, I, was, I, I, I see the smirk. What am, I, what am I in for? <laughs> no, I wish people could see your face today. I mean, you look like a kid in a candy shop. So I'm expecting we've got some really good stuff to bring out. Well, we do. Of course, it is debate day in America. Jesse, first of all, do you think Joe will show? I'm kind of hoping he does. <laughs> I am too, because everyone knows how rigged the debate commission is now and everything. And it's just going to be so obvious to Americans. But man, he's got some questions to answer. And I don't know if they can run that much interference. The public awareness is out there. Right. I mean, it'd be very interesting and to see, you know, how he's, I guess I just want to see how he's going to react and, and if Trump is, or others are going to kind of blow him out of the water with the truth, you know, all the stuff that's coming out in the news about him and his family. Yeah, absolutely. And one of the things that kind of sticks out in my mind, I'm going to come back to this a little bit later, because I did promise some predictions. 
later. But um, let me find, I have a little clip here I wanted to play, and I think it's the right time here because we're talking about the debate and everything. Now, you have to keep in mind just for a moment, I guess it was a few weeks ago, you know, Kamala Harris in a, in a press interview, and it, it's been well documented now, came out and said, a Harris-Biden administration. Now, you never, the VP never puts their name ahead of the presidential nominee, unless they're going to be president. And then the next day, Biden repeated the very same line, a Harris-Biden administration. What does that say to you? Yeah, sounds like she's claiming herself to be president. And, and we all know he's just a, a, you know, he's not capable of becoming the president. But this happened yesterday. I'm going to play an audio clip and there's just a little bit of audience noise and things like that. But the person you are going to hear, and it's just going to be one statement, so I want you to listen closely to this clip. But this is yesterday, and this is Kamala Harris's husband. And just to set the scene for you, he's walking into what looks like to be an office, and he's greeted by about 30 people in a crowd, let's say. And, and by the way, that's a bigger crowd than his wife drew yesterday at <laughs> her get out the vote thing. So that's kind of funny. Uh, it might be his office. I'm just speculating there. But listen to this audio clip. Listen to the, the line he says. Here it goes. <laughs> And I'm married to the next president of the United States. <laughs> He's married to the next president of the United States. And she has, well, we, we could get into that. I mean, you know, as of yet, she hasn't really declared that she's running for president. <laughs> it, no, and Joe hasn't dropped out yet. But with right. all this stuff coming out, like they're hitting him on all sides and we're going to get into that in a minute but you know i don't know how he can remain the presidential nominee for the democratic party there's just it's just no way i think part of it is this so-called claimed you know dementia he doesn't remember too far past a few minutes so he just keeps thinking he's still running for president no matter what happens and doesn't remember anything else. So I think well, that's he, what got going he on. He repeatedly has said he's running for Senate during his presidential candidacy. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and so, Jesse, a lot of people have speculated that, you know, he's actually doing this dementia thing. Yeah, and perhaps it's real. Perhaps it's an act. Who knows? But there's been speculation, and I want to underscore that speculation, that he's been doing this as a criminal defense. You know, I, I'm going to call this one. I don't call many things, but, you know, I, I watch for patterns across the board of these people's lives and, and the chances that so many hierarchy individuals or elite individuals all of a sudden go in for dementia testing and come back that they've started to get dementia and it's all the same month, the same time, the same year. 
and they're all in government and politics, um, you know, or something highly elite. We'll just put it that way. Um, you know, I think they all went in either for mind swipes or, you know, they are doing this to to try to control the consequences of, of what they're gonna have to face. But I definitely think it was a strategy. I think it was purposeful. And I don't believe that they naturally have dementia at all. I think that it was either caused or they're acting their butts off to pretend um, there are drugs that, that the Luciferians have that can make it seem like you have dementia and when you stop taking that drug the effects wear off and you return back to your normal mental state so i i find this extremely interesting but those are my predictions on this and i'm calling it out i, th I think it's bs so you know what and it when I first started seeing the signs of it, I, my initial reaction or my opinion was this is just going to be the excuse for him to get elected and then step down and have Kamala, the chosen one, uh, become the president. But then, you know, with all this stuff coming out, we've expected this to come out for a long time. Those of us that, uh, that follow the cucumber guys, you know, all, all of this stuff has been predicted it would come out now. Right. And so I started to change my tune that maybe it would be part of a legal defense. Look, I'm losing my mind or whatever, but a lawyer that I'm, in, I'm connected with made a brilliant point. He was just cleared by his medical team as saying there is no problem so we can still run right. for president. Exactly. So yeah. whether that clearing was false, rigged, it does not matter. That is their official statement and there's no way he can use that to escape punishment. Right. <laughs> and punishment is coming. Uh, John Solomon, one of my favorite guys, if you don't follow him, it's Jay Solomon Reports, Just the News, breaking in a major breakthrough, CEO of Hunter Biden Tide Firm agrees to provide documents to Senate. Executive says Joe Biden was supposed to be a silent partner in Sun's Chinese venture. And of course, now this is when he's out of office. So this is back in 2017. But Hunter Biden creates this, you know, billion dollar deal with the Chinese. They open up a office in New York and the first two keys of this, and by the way, this is a Chinese intelligence officer in the CCP that has an office with Hunter, and the first two keys are given to Joe and Jill Biden. So they're gonna share an office with the CCP high-ranking intelligence billionaires from China. By the way, that, uh, that guy, I believe his last name, Ming, is now swimming at the bottom of a river. Sadly, I think that is true. Hmm. And so we covered a lot of the stuff about the uh, the laptop and that yesterday. And, you know, today there's promised to be some bombs. In fact, I'm going to to re-verify that. So I want to get through just a couple other quick stories that are unrelated, but they are related because everything really is about the election right now. And one of the things that caught me is 
you know, there's a lot of news right now about uh, the 60 minute uh, interview that was done a couple days ago with Leslie Stahl of 60 Minutes for a hit piece that's coming out on this weekend. But Donald Trump, you know, tweeted early this morning, I will soon be giving a first in television history full unedited preview of the vicious attempted takeout interview of me by Leslie Stahl of 60 Minutes. Watch her constant interruptions and anger and compare my full flowing and magnificently brilliant answers to their cues. I love that he uses that word magnificently brilliant. <laughs> there, he knows there, how to get under their skin like nobody else. I, I mean, <laughs> there, there are moments he absolutely is a brilliant man and I've enjoyed watching Trump in this fight. Um, you know, I can remember as a kid watching those, you know, the boxers and, you know, Mike Tyson and those guys. And it's almost like that, you know, we're watching Trump in this ring and uh, just some of his stuff, you're kind of waiting and expecting for the next move for the knockout, you know? <laughs> you know what it reminds me of is, you remember, you know, back in the day watching the WWE, the smack talk, like, yes. this is the school oh. that Trump went to. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> and, like, the whole show, like, you'd get, like, five minutes of of them, like, you know, fighting. And, and the whole rest of the time, it was all, like, smack talk building up to the fight. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great analogy. Uh, so, uh, here's another one. And this is kind of important. Remember, you know, so when it came out, we discussed this yesterday, the laptop, and that was in FBI hands, you know, at the time of, uh, of the impeachment trial, and everything is Russian disinformation, according to Adam Schiff, who uh, Jesse has revealed has some really big problems of his own. Standard Hotel, do you remember that story, Jesse? I absolutely do. It, Can you, you know, just give us a quick it. refresh on that with Adam Schiff? Yeah, I mean, I guess they found some nefarious pictures and, uh, you know, I don't know if it would, it goes down the lane of having themes of, you know, drugs, homosexuality, relationships with somebody who had been a minor in the past. Um, there was some violence. We'll just kind of leave it there, but just know it's probably, you know, a hundred times worse than than how I've just described it. Um, and I've seen the picture. It's yeah, not pretty. I mean, it's not pretty. It was pretty bad. And uh, so, yeah, we're excited to see, you know, what's going to come out on him. But um, the Standard Hotel, too, I mean, there was a lot going on. So that went all the way back, you know, to the Boffman trials and all of that, you know, was connected with that Standard Hotel, too. And weren't there tunnels going to Chelsea Handler's modeling agency? Yeah, there's more. I mean, um, I have a friend, too, who was involved with some of that company, and she actually had to serve some time because the boss, you know, she was just an administrative assistant. Um, well, let's say she was a high-end um, administrative person for them, and they just completely threw her under the bus. 
So she's got the goods on these people. I can't wait till she can speak her voice because there are some things that this woman can tell. And, uh, you know, all these guys, the, there's a lot of hidden secrets, you know, but I think it's the time secrets are going to be coming forth and coming out. So, you know, if, if I was to have like a top five, for instance, of people I want to see perp walked, you know, you know obviously the, the Clintons are there, Obama is there, um, but probably a number three would be Adam Schiff. And right now, uh, the Gateway Pundit has a story out, revealed Adam Schiff connected to both companies named in $7.4 billion Burisma US-Ukraine corruption case. I wonder why he's been trying to point the other direction. Yeah, that's that's absolutely crazy. So the, like the, the, the whole thing is this is coming at so many angles. And then there's another one, uh, John Roberts, the uh, the chief White House correspondent for Fox has put out a thing that uh, a, a former business associate of Hunter Biden is releasing documents basically pointing to Joe. Uh, there's this guy, Tooney, who's been pointing to Joe that's going on. And, uh, you know, everything is pointing to Joe. This is going to be really, really indefensible in many, many ways. You know, uh, as I say, I don't know how he can run for the office now at panel. So Jesse, oh, you're you hit the mute button by accident. I was just gonna say that you know there's gonna be no way that he can stand up under all of this stuff coming up and still run once people understand the full breadth of you know all that is involved. You know, as you were saying with some of that stuff, I mean, we've got connections, things going on, not only with, you know, the supposed Russia collusion uh, host or hoax thing, but then you've got, you know, him being involved or implicated with China as well as, you know, Russia and some other things as well. So, yeah, Kazakhstan, but China's the big one. There's no doubt about yeah, it. China is the big one, yeah. Oh, just a, just a note as well, and I don't have the uh, the article in front of me, so, you know, just take this as opinion, but I have seen some evidence that I believe will come out later today. Uh, I think this is going to be one of the bombs dropped um, on the laptop. And by the way, there is three laptops known right now and in possession of the good guys but on one of the hard drives is video evidence of the uh, the assurance video the blackmail video of, of hunter not only with a uh, a chinese minor and i'm gonna stress minor uh, but apparently in that, and they don't get into too much detail, but enough detail, what I think will be released is not only is he raping uh, a young minor, but he's breaking her bones. Yeah, that, I mean, it's just horrific. Um, I shared with you that that <coughs> be a common thing. Um, I've known other survivors and have actually seen the x-rays um, adult x-rays 
where they, you know, you can see where the bones have healed. And um, there have been some other precedents as well in the past that some of these victims I've seen, they have x-ray proof, you know, showing that every single bone in their body was broken. It's, it's pretty horrific. It absolutely is. And, and one of the other bombs that's coming out today as well is the deposition of Ghislaine Maxwell on Epstein is being released today. I've already dug through some of it. Uh, haven't seen many bombshells coming out. But one of the things I expect to come out uh, probably prior to the election is the fact that Joe Biden and his brother Bob, or Robert Biden, are, uh, they own a little island called Beach Island, which is just about eight kilometers, so about five miles from Epstein Island. And guess what they have in common, Jesse? Um, access for submarines. Yes, submarines. We've talked about that a little bit in the past. So these are just some things to expect to come out. Now, I'm going to just switch gears for a moment because I found a clip and listen, we, you know, the election and everything, but and we've we've identified Antifa has been now been named a uh, uh, terrorist organization and that's being taken down. They've kind of been starting to disappear off the map, but BLM is still trending. And by the way, did an episode, I think it was episode nine, if you want to go back in the archive of Right On Radio. Uh, I did a really good expose before they changed their website and I identified who they are. They're, listen, they, they, and if you want, don't want to spend the time on it, that's fine. But essentially, they're a Marxist organization. They have nothing to do with Black Lives Matter. Uh, and we've also found out that they're occultists. So it's uh, it's pretty bad. But one of the guys and this is and i and i only mention that he's gay because he comes out and admittedly gay and you know a lot of gays don't support trump but the founder of what's called the walk away movement brandon straka i really think this guy is brilliant and i've enjoyed yeah. watching him on tv and the whole movement has blown up and it's getting people to walk away from the democratic party the democratic lies so there's a two-minute clip and it's Brandon Straka against a BLM activist in a live debate. And he absolutely delivers a knockout punch in this clip. So I'm gonna play, you're gonna hear the, uh, the, the person for the BLM side first, and then you're gonna hear Brandon Straka. Uh, and at the end of one of his comments, you're gonna hear a long applause. I'm gonna let it play because he says something critical after that long applause here's the clip the debate topic is where is america going on racism and blm and what should we be doing next and we're going to begin with gay town hall and taisha as someone who sits on this panel freely and with consent representing the black populace as a black person, I find it really hard to have conversations and see these opinions from people who do not look like me and don't share that lens and that reality of that fear walking out the house and being troubled when I see a police officer down the street knowing that I could be racially profiled at any moment. We're going to move to a walkway. Who's going to begin for two minutes? I will go. Okay. 
Um, so I just want to start by saying that uh, I may not look like you, Taisha, but I'm just going to give you some numbers, and numbers have no color. They don't lie. So why don't we start with the fact that there are 328 million people in America. There are 41.4 million black people in America, which is 12.6% of the population. Yet 12.6% of the population is committing more than 50% of violent crime in this country. Nine unarmed black men were killed by police in 2019. Nine unarmed. Now, unarmed doesn't mean innocent. Unarmed doesn't mean not a threat. So last year, 0.000022% of the black population was an unarmed black person killed by the police. That is why we are burning America to the ground. That is why we are cre uh, creating this false narrative of black people being attacked by police based off of 0.000022% of the black population. This represents 0.1% of all black homicides in the entire year of 2019. A police officer is 18.5 times more likely to be killed by a black man than a black man is to be killed by a police officer. The number of unarmed black Americans killed by police is down 23% since 2015 when Barack Obama was the president. And 93% of black homicides are committed by other black Americans. So if you truly care about black lives, I suggest you get to Chicago because every weekend dozens of black people are being killed by other black people. The Black Lives Matter movement is the greatest lie ever told, ever believed, and we are burning our country down for no reason whatsoever. Wow, what a takedown. Yeah, that, that's a home run, I think. <laughs> and, and by the way, if you're a black guy or lady listening to this, look, we're brothers and sisters. There's one race, there's a human race. What has happened to black people in the country of the United States and around the world has been disgusting. The way they, you know, they've trapped a lot of people in urban areas and made it difficult for them to get out. Look, it's time for that to end. Mm -hmm. and, and, and really, the key is to stop claiming a victim card and, and start getting educated. And, and we need to come alongside of those people stuck in those environments and get them educated and get them out of that situation. Yeah, he. I mean, he didn't even cover that the majority of the small businesses being destroyed and hit are African-American. <laughs> you know, so he didn't even get to hit that part that BLM is destroying their own, you know, if they really cared about black lives, well, that's the majority of the businesses and people they're hitting and destroying. In their areas. Their areas, yeah, so. And by the way, most of the people doing the vandalism, the Black Lives Matter uh, movement, are rich white kids. Yeah, they, they're not. I've seen, I mean, there's been multiple, multiple videos of African-Americans stepping out, you know, coming out to these individuals with Black Lives Matters and saying, hey, I am a black person. This is not how we deal with things this isn't helping why are you destroying my community so and what's really going to end that movement uh and i mean i shouldn't say that movement that organization because the movement in, in many ways should continue uh peacefully but the organization will go down because really it's been a fundraising scheme for joe biden right and the democrats and uh and an illegal one by the way taking on foreign money 
So if you wonder how Joe Biden has been out fundraising Trump as of late, it's all been illegal, it's all documented, and it hasn't made big news yet because that doesn't bring everyone together. People kind of accept corruption in politics wrongfully, the people accept that, but what people come together is when it goes to crimes against humanity, and I'm going to touch on that in a minute. But Jesse, before we end the show, remember those guys we talked about, the Cucumber Club? Oh, yeah, yeah. The... So this... Go ahead. They've been really, really busy as of late. In fact, yesterday, I think they dropped about 30 messages. I heard that. Yeah, you were telling me that this morning. That's crazy. So... I'm gonna, we're gonna give an overview of them. I'm not gonna read everyone uh, down to the finite detail. I just wanna give you the direction it's pointing because trust me, by the end of the day, there's gonna be a lot more to talk about. And, and what the club has been saying is gonna make a lot more sense. But I found a really great audio clip. And this is some of your least favorite newscasters. <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, it, it's put to music. So before we get into the Cucumber Club, let me just play this 45-second audio clip with your least favorite mainstream newscasters to music. This segment, segment right now is brought, brought to you by, by the letter Q, specifically QAnon. 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 Let me introduce you to QAnon. Wore shirts and signs emblazoned with only the letter Q. Emblazoned with the letter Q. The fringe, 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 fringe conspiracy theory group. Broad and often bizarre, it's difficult to believe there are people who actually believe this stuff. It takes one conspiracy and puts them all together. This is crazy. This is insanity. This is all insane and incoherent. So what is Q? What is QAnon? What's it all about? that it, it ends with S, the Q. <laughs> <laughs> and you made a great point earlier, Jesse, about how they all have the exact same talking points. Yeah, it's the exact same narrative. They're all saying word, I mean, not even a variation, it's word for word, the exact same things on the exact same days, morning and evening. You know, it's like if you, do that i like that beginning it does that overlap and you can hear the ladies i mean word for word they're saying the exact same thing and and where do these talking points come from they're at 4 a.m i know that much right which which we know is you know comes down from a, another country that you know chinese club that likes to uh, dictate what is being said Every day, they're all on the call. So listen, I'm going to summarize some of the stuff about the uh, the laptop and everything. Some of the things that have dropped from the Cucumber Club lately are essentially documents and shareholder documents. Um, there's no way that, uh, that Joe is getting out of this. He is connected to all of these businesses. There's tons of proof going towards him coming out uh, without getting into each individual disclosures and 
And there's other channels that'll do that. They'll do that really well. They'll go line by line and disseminate. But essentially, that's what they're saying. And they're also saying because you'll, you know, if you put one and one together, that uh, you know, first of all, with the FBI, they've had this laptop since December. They did nothing about it, and. You know, particularly now that it's become public knowledge that there's kids involved, they cannot ignore this information anymore. So, one of the things is there's a there's a picture of Director Ray, the director of the FBI, with an X on his face, and it seems that they're showing who his replacement is going to be, and that's the number two in the thing who has quite a resume. Also, um, not with an X in her face on a picture is uh, the current CIA uh, director who really has, uh, you know, in my opinion, turned out to be a, a bad person. And if you follow her career, she was in London when they were sending in the London spies to spy on the Trump campaign and stuff like that. It seems that she has been a, a deep stater all along. Yeah, I like that one, you know, the one phrase where it says, uh, booms in route tomorrow, this is not a drill. Yeah, and so that was at uh, at 10.21 last night. So, the, you know, basically ensuring, and, and Giuliani has said this, uh, Steve Bannon has said this publicly, that, you know, today ahead of the debate, there's going to be a lot of things coming out. And so... That's a promise, and it seems, you know, they have all the information. Uh, they've put it here, you know, for people to read if you ever need to. But, you know, there, and by the way, a lot of the theme of this is underage people. And one of the things is that they, they, they have said, and I'm going to paraphrase, is when young people are involved no matter what your political class is or your political leaning affiliation we're all going to agree on that yep <laughs> so yeah there's more stuff about epstein islands and things like that um that are coming out in fact let me read that one statement sometimes you can't tell the public the truth you must show them. Only then will people find the will to change. Crimes against children unite all humanity. Cross party lines. Difficult truths. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then there's there's pictures of, uh, uh, well, I, I don't even want to describe the pictures, but yeah, it's, uh, you know, it, it's bad. It, it, it's, it's, you know, very young people uh, with rituals and things like that that we've covered before on this. And uh, and listen, today is going to be a heck of a day. I don't know if Joe can make a show. <laughs> yeah, it, we'll see where his uh, manliness stands in this. You know how how much he really is going to push the lie. You know. Yeah, and, and you know, listen, Trump's a beast, and you know they've initiated the mute of the microphone that they're going to try to do. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. um, all this stuff. Whenever they hit Trump like this, it just turns back on them. 
Um, they haven't learned their lesson, but they're fighting for their lives, literally. Right. So, so we can see how this is uh, this is coming. So two more things, Jesse. I promised yesterday uh, that I would mention a couple things today. Ah, you're, are you talking about your predictions? Well, so one technically isn't a prediction. Okay. Um, and I'm not going to claim it as a prediction. I'm not going to claim it as a prophetic word by any means or anything like that. But I'm just going to tell you, uh, the other day I had a vision. Hmm. And, you know, when we look at some of the information that we covered today uh, about Biden, you know, uh, Kamala saying that it was going to be a Harris-Biden ticket and Joe Biden saying it would be a Harris-Biden ticket. Now finding out, we didn't mention earlier, but actually Clinton Harris uh, is a registered URL as of uh, about half a year ago. So that's interesting. And I'm not saying that uh, Clinton is going to come in. I'm not saying that. But we've long and I've long been on the record saying I don't think that Biden is the real candidate. You know, maybe it's a thing for him to get in office, claim dementia and go out with Kamala, but I'll tell you what my vision was. And I don't want this to come true for the record. I had a vision that in a short amount of time, I don't know if it's before or after the election, that uh, Joe Biden dies. Wow. And I I saw it pretty clearly in this, uh, I don't know if it was a dream or a vision. Sometimes it's easy to get them mixed up for me. But that is something to just, I'm putting that out there. Yeah, it gives us a a definite prayer focus. We still want to be in prayer for these individuals. Uh, Absolutely. And and by the way, you know, whether the media would report it, if it did happen as a a peaceful passing or anything like that, uh, in my dream, uh, it was a deliberate passing. Hmm. Wow. So I'm just going to put that out there, you know, probably in the same lane as uh, as no name McCain and uh, and Herbert Walker Bush. Right. I think it kind of goes down that way. And the last thing is, I'm going to play a clip at the very end of the show. And what it is, is a clip from Brad Parscale, who is the digital genius behind Trump's campaign. And this digital genius says that they've come up with a new technology that is going to bypass the mainstream media. It's going to bypass the social media. And it is going to reach about a hundred million Americans all at once. What do you think that could be, Jesse? You know, well, I've got a question first. I, you know, I wonder if it's going to go past just America. I wonder if it's going to have the capabilities to impact worldwide. Um, but I, you know, I believe it has to do with a special broadcasting capability. Why don't you tell us more about that? What you believe you caught? (laughs) Well, I'm going to 
Well, actually, so he doesn't describe in detail. And this is an interview that went under the radar. Millions of Americans saw it, uh, but it really went under the radar. And I'm going to play his clip. But in essence, he claims that they've developed a technology that's going to go past this. So my personal opinion is it's like essentially like a, an alert system that's going to show up on everyone's smart devices. But before I play the clip, I'm just going to read something that came out from the Cucumber Club. I'm just going to read partially. And just to give you an idea of how accurate these guys have been. And, and by the way, time will tell because this has not happened yet. But this is September 29th of 2018. Twitter has been given the green light to blanket censor all content deemed to threaten their survival, in brackets, election. FB, Google and FB will follow. Have we seen that play out in the last week? Yeah, we've definitely <laughs> seen that play out. <laughs> now, here's the important line. Expect comms blackout attempts POTUS Twitter. Welcome to the police state. They know if they lose, it's over. The time to fight is now. Good, good versus evil. Humanity is at stake. Wow. And, you know, all of this stuff seems to be coming in line. So as I say, at the very end of the show, it's probably just going to be about 30 seconds. I'm going to drop the clip. I haven't, uh, I have to basically pull it out of, of a video and then chop it down. So I'm going to add it at the very end of this program. Jesse, are you going to be watching the debate tonight? I certainly am. I cannot wait. And I wonder who is going to show up. That's right. We'll get to talk all about it tomorrow. So, <laughs> Absolutely. So listen, love your God, love your family, love your neighbor, and make a difference in your community. Right on, right on, right on. And now, as promised, here is the clip that I was talking about that nobody else has really picked up on, and it's Trump's secret weapon. Just for a little bit of context, it is Brad Parscale, the digital digital genius behind Trump's operation who's been with them, you know, essentially running the campaign for about five years now, where most people run a campaign for about 200, 300 days. This guy has been at it and they haven't stopped since before the 2016 election. So this is a conversation with him and Rudy Giuliani. And I'm just going to give you a little bit up front of their conversation so you can gauge where it's coming from and possibly figure out this new secret weapon. Right on, right on, right on. ...ultimate fight, the media. The media does not portray that. They blame it on President Trump. They do things because they want to pass the buck. Uh, if you look at Minnesota, you had, uh, in Minneapolis, you had a Democratic mayor, Democratic priest chief, Democratic AG, Democratic governor, and all of a sudden they go, oh no, look, it's Mr. Trump's fault. 
you know, and I think that just goes to the hypocrisy we see on the left. I think it goes, we see the complete bias from the media. And what's funny now, uh, uh, Mr. Mayor, when we used to sit around on the airplane back in 16, they tried to hide it back then. New York Times like, oh, no, we're fair. Now they just explicitly just say, you know what? We don't like you. We're against you. Yes. Who cares? Yes. And, and that's the change. Absolutely true. They just, if we ever did one thing, we finally made them admit that they are complete bias hypocrites. Are we ready for another uh, whatever they're going to do to us? I mean, I'm not I'm half I'm half convinced that these things are, uh, if not designed to hurt him, they're exaggerated to hurt him. I'll tell you, Mayor, you know, you know me. I'm not going to sit around and just accept that the media is victory. That. So we've spent the, we've spent the last three years building some new technology we have not revealed yet. Um, I'm not going to reveal it here because it's a secret. But next time I see you alone, I'll talk to you Good. about it. But we have a way we're going to converse with hundreds of million, 100 million Americans that we need to get out to vote directly without the media in the middle, without social media in the middle. We have a way to do that um, that's been unprecedented in American history. And when we turn that engine on, we're going to be able to deliver votes and bring a GOTV, you know, get out the vote effort that's never been seen in American history. Uh, because I understand the media is going to do everything they can, they can from suppression pools to everything else they can to try to convince our people not to get out of vote. And there's over 100 million Americans that love this president that can get out to vote. And we don't need all of them to show up. But if all of them do, we're going to see one of the biggest landslide victories in American history. And so the president did something very amazing. Right on radio. Right on radio.